0: Welcome to the show, and a good Thursday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there? It's 5.09, 9 after five. I'm with you till seven in the PM tonight, filling in for the Conservative Viking Eric Erickson, who continues his Washington D.C. vacation with his daughter. Absolutely adorable pictures he's been posting on Instagram as they uh, they tour the nation's capital uh, tonight on my show seven to nine. Filling in is Leon Wolf. 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 That's a Teen Wolf uh, reference. Oh, by is that the way. what that is? Leon Wolf, who took over Red State for Eric, yep, uh, and now works for the Blaze. Yes. I'm sure he's going to go hot and heavy into the uh, Obamacare repeal that we had in the House today. I will touch on that. I will touch on the uh, breaking news in the Sixth District race. Uh, you heard Edgar Trager support the breaking news there. That's a, that's a big deal for that uh, hotly contested Sixth District race between Ossoff and Handel. Uh, but but starting off the show tonight. Um, I I woke up to sad news today and I don't know why this impacted me as much as it did, but, but basically the headline is Lenox mall is not going to do their 4th of July fireworks celebration anymore. Uh, it's a tradition that's been going on 57 years and it's an Atlanta tradition that I have embraced pretty much every year. If I'm in town, I am partaking in the Lenox square fireworks celebration. The first time I did it, um, was probably 1997 and a, a bunch of my friends worked at this place called Rock Bottom Brewery on Peachtree right s- south of the Piedmont Road interchange i think it's Gordon Biersch now but it used to be Rock Bottom Brewery and everyone i was the only one of my friends that didn't work there and they had a great rooftop view of the Lennox fireworks cuz Lennox Mall is you know half a mile away so this is a brewery rock bottom brewery so we would go on the roof the general manager would let us all up there free beer they would be they'd cook wings for us every fourth of july we would watch the lennox the gorgeous lennox fireworks display uh from the rooftop at rock bottom brewery and it was one of my favorite in all of my atlanta memories those are some of my favorite times up there because you have this gorgeous view Gorgeous fireworks, drinking beer, eating wings. I mean, it was just, and you, I'm with all my friends, and and it was just a, a good a good time. And and that's going away now. After 57 years, they are going to focus uh, their efforts, the Lennox people, on the Centennial Olympic Park fireworks display, which is also fantastic. Um, but it's it's an end of an era. And I've only been here 21 years. And, and but this is a very this was a very important tradition for me every year. And if I couldn't go to the roof of Rock Bottom because eventually all my friends got jobs and they would real jobs they wouldn't let. <laughs> hey, it's Mark Aaron from WSB. I'm just going to go on your roof. Yeah, the, yeah, they wouldn't. They weren't yeah. down with that. But uh, you know, I have a friend in Buckhead that had a, a view of the um, fireworks mark mckay who's in for doug turnbull ironically can you see the lennox fireworks from from your apartment the the condo command Smilin.
1: i've hosted many a parties because
2: of that yeah. i thought i was
0: at one of them for sure yep. yeah yep. and then i didn't get invited back <laughs> which is probably because i tried to steal Smilin's emmy off of his uh off of his case but so all right, so smiling so you've been you've been seeing that fireworks display longer than i have what, what do you think about that I,
1: that um, you know, there's two ways of looking at it. If you're hosting or you're coming to a party, the traffic is really, really difficult in and out of here. Thank goodness we have the Lennox Marta Station that has relieved a lot of that pressure in the past. But, uh, you know, this is really, think about that day. It starts with the Peachtree Road Races. The starting point of the Peachtree is at Lennox Mall, and then you had the rest of the day, and the night ended with uh, the fireworks. So it'll be a tradition that'll be missed. We'll still have the start of the Peachtree, but I think a lot of folks
2: around here will miss uh, having the fireworks.
0: I know a family that would rent a hotel suite at the, the West, or whatever it's called now, where the Palm is. I don't know what uh, hotel it's called. It used to be the Weston. And they would rent uh, a suite there to look, overlook Lennox Mall to see the fireworks. So I'm just really upset about that. What I want to do with Erickson's hours here tonight is, is take a look back at Atlanta yesteryear. Traditions we have lost, traditions that we have gained, and traditions that are still holding court. Joining us live, Marconi Award-winning uh, anchor, host of Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. He is Scott Slate. Scott, thanks for uh, pushing off your sleep time to join us on the evening news, my friend.
3: Hey, no problem. Glad to be here. So I talked
0: to you about this morning. I, I mean, I, I was it was like a gut punch to me. I really loved the tradition and the the, the fair that was the 4th of July celebration at Lennox Mall. 57 years. years—that That's a long run.
3: Yeah, it sure is, man. And I was thinking about some of the things that, that have gone away since then. Um Oh, let's talk about the Nancy Hanks for a second. You know who Nancy Hanks is? No. See, I didn't even know Nancy Hanks. Nancy Hanks was a train. Okay. hmm <laughs> It was a train. It was a daily passenger service between Atlanta and Savannah. And um, uh, the big tradition for us, I-, I grew up in Griffin. My mother would pack all five of us on the Nancy Hanks the week leading up to Christmas, and we'd come to the Downtown Riches store, another institution that's gone away, The richest department store, and it was not far from Terminal Station, or yeah, Terminal Station was what it was called. Another tradition that's gone away, where all those train tracks came together in downtown Atlanta. And it was a thoroughly wonderful, uh, poignant time. I still remember uh, the echoing sound of that big Terminal Station. And the uh, uh, it really was like something out of the 1940s that uh, we dragged into the 1950s. And we'd walk over to the Downtown Riches store, ride the pink pig over the uh, toy department, have lunch in the Magnolia Room, go see Santa Claus, and, and go home with a frazzled mother, you know, after keeping up with us all day. But all that's gone now. It is gone. So I've never even... So there was a... day That's
0: pretty awesome. A daily train from mm-hmm. Atlanta to Savannah. So I wouldn't have to drive on I-16 to go to Savannah. I could just mm. hop on the train.
3: And all the stops along the way. And in fact, I think there's a. It might even be a restaurant or a diner that's been made out of uh, maybe the old diner car from the Nancy Hanks. That's actually still an operating restaurant in Savannah. At least it was a few years ago.
0: That I wish that was still in in service. That's yeah. a, that sounds. what well, are talking about.
3: A, yeah, they're talking about. They're talking about you do, doing train service again and using some of those same tracks down to East. Uh, let's see, down to Henry County, down to Jonesboro. Yeah. That would uh, let off at the East Point uh, Marta station. Uh, that, that's something the folks at, uh, at Transit are talking about. Why, yeah, why was the, it called the Nancy Hanks? Was it just named you know, after? I, <laughs> I don't know who was named there. It might even been a horse. I seem to remember, um, somebody listening will know, uh, I, I seem to remember horseshoes that were connected with the train. And the last time it ran, and, and I remember I was on the train the last time it ran, it was in 1971, I believe. And I was a junior reporter for a radio station in Griffin, and I did a story about the last run of the Nancy Hanks. The train was full, the very last time it left Atlanta, headed towards Savannah.
0: That see, I, I wish that was still functioning. I would do that uh, when I go to Savannah or Tybee. Yeah. That sounds like a really cool romantic kind of trip so that that's what i want to do here scott's going to join me monica pearson's going to join me as well we're going to talk atlanta history uh traditions lost traditions gained because we've gained some i mean we've we've uh, replaced some of the old stuff with some of the good stuff uh music midtown comes to mind as as a yearly tradition now and uh, the atlanta dogwood festival uh, the Ye- the Yellow Daisy Festival oyster. I mean, we have these traditions that are ongoing. Hopefully, will be long, but we've lost some of the good ones. I never even knew about the Nancy Hank string. That, yeah, that's amazing. Christmas.
3: With, Christmas with the Aso is another one. The uh, the annual holiday concert with the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra. That I think was started back in the nineteen forties. Wow, uh, they still do that every year, and yeah. it was originally a CBS radio program. It was the national broadcast that was invented uh, by Robert Shaw. That uh, the Aso does virtually the same way they did it back uh, at the end of World War Two.
0: So, folks, forgive me. I want to I go back to Atlanta yesterday. Year, I, ca- I moved down in uh, the summer of 96. I came down here with three days left in the Olympics. My parents thought I was crazy because <laughs> Atlanta had just uh, been bombed. But I said, I'm going to Atlanta. <laughs> so I've only been here 21-odd uh, years, and, and we've lost a lot of tradition in those two decades that I've been here. So Scott Slade's going to stay with us. Monica Pearson will join us. And your thoughts and, uh, and, and reminisces. Of of Atlanta gone by. 404 872 0750 1 800 WSB Talk on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. In for Eric Erickson. This is Atlanta's evening news on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Welcome back to the show. 525, 63 degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Ehrman for Eric Erickson talking about Atlanta yesteryear joining us live Atlanta's morning host Scott Slade joining us live in studio Atlanta legend Monica Pearson Monica welcome to the show how are you thank you very much Mark I feel like I have uh, a wealth of knowledge at my fingertips <laughs> right now when it comes to <laughs> Atlanta history with two amazing uh, amazing folks like you uh, I'll ask you Monica the same question I asked Scott uh, of all the traditions that we've lost in Atlanta, what, what jumps to mind to you that, that you miss the most?
4: The one that I miss the most is still doing doing the lighting of the then riches Great Tree downtown on Forsyth because mm-hmm. the bridges would light up as each choir sang and then Oh Holy Night when the tree just was gorgeous. And then when we moved it to Lenox, it was kind of like, okay. And then it got even smaller in terms of, of using those beautiful, Portraits, you know, the beautiful stained glass, and now we've gone from a real tree. And I know conservationists, it's <laughs> better to have, you know, a fake tree, but I miss that whole thing of going out and finding the tree that yeah. represented Georgia and then putting it up there. Well, it was always a
0: big deal. Where did the oh, tree come from this year? And
4: and to profile a family who had grew who had grown it. I mean, it's just I miss that. I really do miss it. And now. When I heard today, Scott, I'm just like, okay, this is getting ridiculous. It's like when they tore down the Zestos across the street from the station. It was like, where do you go to eat? But yeah. I, I looked at, um, they're going to get rid of the 4th of July, The fireworks. Fireworks. And I used to do that, just like I used to do the tree lighting. I used to do the fireworks. But then again, I can also understand why. More people will come to Centennial Olympic Park. Uh, It doesn't tear up all of Buckhead. And when you think about it, the Atlanta Police Department is already short in number. How are you going to stretch them out these days? You can't. So I think it's better to just go on and have it in one place. And Jovita will be there cheering on... the wonderful fireworks. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: by the way, Rich's closed in uh, two thousand and five. I know that mm-hmm. it, it's already been twelve years, Scott. Uh, mm-hmm. You mentioned the Pink Pig for folks, Scott, that are new to the oh, area I love the pink pig. and don't know what yeah. the Pink Pig was. Tell the folks what the Pink Pig is or it was. was. Uh, <laughs> it was
3: a suspended. Uh, it was a suspended train that uh, ran around the roof of the Rich's Toy Department. And uh, Monica, I can't remember if you got on it before or after you saw Santa Claus. You got it-
4: on it after you saw Santa Claus, and the other thing about the pink pig was, if you were an adult, it was a tight squeeze. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you hear that, Gloria? But,
4: but you know, they still have the pink pig at the Linux. Yeah, the Macy's at Linux Square, mm-hmm, and now it's mm-hmm. called, you know, Macy's. Yeah. It went from. Name to name, but the reality is, it's still not the same as it was. I don't even think they use the entire tr- entire pig. No, well, oh, sadly, hey.
3: nothing is like it was. Hey, Nancy Hanks, by the way, was a racehorse who was named after Abraham Lincoln's mother.
4: That's right. Wow, the, and that the was the name of the train. Name came from.
0: Yeah, L- it was, listen, yeah. I, I know both of you are very busy. I would love to continue the conversation after news, weather, and traffic. If you must go, I understand. Scott, you probably have to go to sleep soon, but I would love to bend your ear and take some listener calls when we come back. 404 872 0750 800 WSB Talk on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. In for Eric Erickson, this is WSB. <laughs>
4: 5.39,
0: 21 in front of 6 o'clock. Welcome back, students. This is Atlanta History 101 with your professors, Monica Pearson and Scott Slade. I am merely the moderator, Mark Aram, in for Eric Erickson with you till 7. The uh, headline this morning for me was, Lenox Mall, entering its 57-year tradition of partnering uh, for the fireworks on the 4th of July. So we're, we're just doing an Atlanta history lesson here with Scott Slade, Monica Pearson, and myself. I just tweeted out a picture and put it on Instagram. An aerial shot of what uh, is now the Lenox Mall area. I believe it's from 1956. Oh, my goodness. It's it's pretty stunning what, what it used to look like. I mean, Scott, it was, it
3: was a little forest. I mean, it was just a... It was, it was all trees well, where Lennox Mall is now. Oh, sure, yeah. And, and when, they, when they built uh, the, uh, the old white columns in um, 1951, uh, they referred to it as the country club because it was so far out of town.
0: <laughs> really? <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. That's yeah.
0: amazing. So we're, we're talking about Atlanta traditions that lost, uh, that we've lost, Atlanta traditions that continue, and maybe new Atlanta traditions that well, they'll be talking about 50 years from now. 404 872 1-800-WSB-TALK. Karen joins us in Powder Springs Karen, you are on the Mark Aram Show.
5: Hi, um, Scott. I can relate to you so much about the Nancy Hank because my great-grandfather was a conductor for, on the Nancy Hank. No! And so we used to—I remember writing it that my grandparents were— loved- Oddly. And she, they would come and visit, of course, by, via the train. And in later years, after my great-grandfather passed away, my great-grandmother had free access, and we would pick her up at the train station. So that was a, a good memory from those years, too. I grew up in Atlanta. Um, in the late 50s, we had a little house there right off of um, Pe- um, Peachtree Street, Lakeview Avenue. And at night, we would sleep. That's back in the days where very few people had air conditioning and we would sleep with our windows and our front door wide open all night long. So Karen, Karen let me ask you about the train. doing that.
0: Karen, was was uh-huh. the train luxurious? Uh, describe what the train was like.
5: I just—I was young enough that I don't quite remember all the details of that. I just remember yeah. the going and, and coming of picking her up and um, oh. her being so proud to be able to ride due to her husband working for the railroad and all. So, um it wasn't it, so much that it, it was we,
3: luxurious, as uh, I remember, but it was functional. It was, it, yeah. was, it was friendly. It was clean. And they had a grill car uh, that, that specialized in steaks, I believe. And it left Savannah at 6 o'clock in the morning or 7 o'clock in the morning every day. It took six hours to get to Atlanta. And then would return at uh, 6 p.m. every evening back to Savannah. And would arrive at Savannah at midnight at an average speed of 48 miles an hour. Some entrepreneur <laughs> out there needs to start that uh, well, up again. That's what I was
4: getting ready to say. Everything old can be new again. Because yeah. what are we talking about now? We're talking about how can we move people from Atlanta to Columbus, and then how can we move people from Atlanta to Savannah with railways? It just goes to show you they were a lot smarter than we were. There you go. (laughs) Back to the phone. Bob's in Lawrenceville. Bob, welcome to the program.
2: Hey, Mark. Good to talk to you. Listen, uh, I lived in Savannah for almost 30 years, and uh, you found about a beautiful place. The uh, guys on this old house they did a segment there. And if you go to Savannah, I want you to go in those old mansions down there and look at the interior treatment. Look up inside the ceiling. They can't do that kind of work. We don't have that kind of artisans anymore to yeah. do that kind of work. And then the chair rail, the crown molding, shoe molding, and all that. And then uh, go to the Catholic Church there and the synagogue and visit those. And also a place to eat is called Mrs. Wilkes' Borden House,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: uh, it's on Jones Street. You can ask anybody where the Borden House is, Miss Brooks Borden House. It is uh, one of the greatest places on earth. Uh, several presidents have eaten there, and then, of course, we had, Savannah was the first planned city. I don't know we're talking about Atlanta, but I love talking about Savannah.
0: Well, Savannah, but, uh, I, I, What I love, I've been to Savannah
4: maybe a dozen or so times. And you've got times. to remember, that's where the state of Georgia started. Come yeah. on, Oglethorpe, General Oglethorpe landed there. It was the first place they settled.
0: Every time I go and I like to take my parents there. I love Savannah. We do a different kind of tour whether it's a trolley tour or it's, it's Savannah's just
4: And a, the Girl Scouts were founded there.
0: Oh, don't forget Juliet amazing, Garden yeah, Low. That's right. They have the uh the the building where the where it yes. was founded. David joins us in Conyers. David, welcome to the program.
2: Hey, Mark, how you doing?
0: What's going on, sir?
2: Well, uh Scott stole a little bit of my thunder when he gave the name. or how the Nancy Hanks was named in the train that everybody's been talking about so far was called the Nancy Hanks 2 because it was named it was the second one. The original Nancy Hanks was a steam power train mm-hmm. and it got that name because it was so fast back in the late 1800s.
0: And where did that run? Was it the same from Atlanta to Savannah? Yeah,
2: it was it was a Savannah to Atlanta and the Central of Georgia had a second train named after another racehorse called the Man of War which ran from Atlanta down to Columbus.
0: Are, so, I mean, guys, we're, are we coming full circle? We're, gonna we're get coming
4: full circle. The
0: high-speed yeah. rail. Kaler joins us next on the program. Hello, Kaler.
4: Hey, how are you, Mark?
0: Excellent. What's going on?
6: <clears throat> oh, getting through the rain and the traffic.
0: Be careful out there.
6: <laughs> uh, milk and rosebud. I was kind of sad that
0: that went away. Refresh my memory. What was milk? Those
4: at? Aren't those the cows? Ooh. Yeah, at Mathis Dairy, I was was born in Atlanta and grew up right next to Stone
6: Mountain, but when we were in kindergarten, that was the big field trip was to go to Mathis Dairy and milk Rosebud.
0: <laughs> you actually got to milk the cow. Yes,
6: we got to milk the cow, and we got a button that says "I milked Rosebud." And some, I was, some traditions are best left came in the along, past. I <laughs> wish they could have experienced that.
4: I remember Rosebud when I moved here because even though at that point they were not milking her, she <laughs> was still a big fixture for Mathis Dairy, and that's how you knew. And do you remember when they used to deliver the milk? to your home cuz they were still doing it in 1975.
6: Yes, yes they delivered um Matt's Dairy used to deliver to our house and we had a little silver milk square milk set yes. outside the back door and the mathis dairy man would come in and and leave new milk bottles and pick up the old one
0: well now again coming full circle you can have your milk delivered now with uber eats yeah but it's not <laughs> the just, same
4: as mathis dairy no, milk i'm <laughs> sure i'm sure
0: not at all milk cheese and ice cream uh atlanta history lessons continue next monica pearson scott slade and mark aram uh your calls comments and reminisces how about Freaknik? Someone said on... Uh, no, on, thank you.
4: <laughs> I lived in Ansley Park during that I time. I liked Freaknik. No, I of course Freaknik. you <laughs>
0: did. 404-872-0750. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram In for Eric Erickson, this is WSB.
4: 555-64,
0: rainy degrees on Peachtree Street. Deep breaths. You'll get home sometime. Smiling Mark McKay will make it so... Wrapping up with uh, Scott Slade and Monica Pearson as we uh, take a trip down Atlanta yesteryear. Scott, let me ask you this before I let you go to sleep, my friend. Uh, yeah. One Atlanta tradition that has gone by the wayside you could bring back, what would it be?
3: Okay, three quickies. One, transportation, the electric streetcars that actually went somewhere. <laughs> Retail, the, uh, the locally owned uh, Rich's Department store. Okay. And entertainment, big movie shocker on
0: Friday night. Wow. All right. I'm down with all three. Monica, you can bring back an Atlanta tradition uh, that we've lost.
4: I would bring back the underground Atlanta that I went to in 1969 when I came from Louisville, Kentucky. It was like being in New Orleans in underground Atlanta. Dante's Down the Hatch was the happening Mm -hmm. place with fondue and alligators that were in this (laughs) pond in the restaurant. The music was great. Oh, I loved it. You're right. They were crocodiles. I loved underground Atlanta, and I wish we could have that same party feel that we've never been able to recreate since it closed. Yeah, in my, in
0: my 21 mm-hmm. years, I've been to uh, Underground a bunch, and I've never felt that atmosphere. It was know.
4: party, party, party. People yeah. came from all over the country to Underground Atlanta. Did you ever play any jazz or, down there, Scott? No, yeah,
0: in fact, I did. That doesn't surprise me. Oh, it doesn't, me. doesn't surprise me. The University
4: yeah. of Georgia Quartet. Uh,
0: uh, uh, Quentin,
2: the Jazz Quartet. Sure do.
4: The uh, nightclubs were great. The food was great. Everybody liked everybody. There was real civility and friendship. It was a mm-hmm. great atmosphere. That's what I would bring back underground atlanta 1969
0: i'm with you uh we will continue this conversation i'm going to relieve the uh professors uh monica <laughs> pearson and scott slate thank you both so much for <laughs> joining for me this us. hour this is great i will come back and take more of your calls though as uh, we reminisce and uh, do a little atlanta history here all because uh lennox mall ending their 57 year tradition of uh, fireworks on fourth of july what do you miss tradition wise that's gone in atlanta and what are you enjoying now 404-872-0750 this is the mark aram show Welcome back to the show, and a good Thursday, Eve, to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 6.09, 9 after 6. This is Atlanta's evening news. Till 7 in the p.m., I am filling in for the conservative Viking, Eric Erickson. My show, 7 to 9, will be manned tonight by... Leon Wolf Leon Wolf from The Blaze, and yes. I'm sure he's going to talk about uh, the uh, repeal of Obamacare that passed through the House today. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I will touch on that if I have time. I will touch on the 6th District update, uh, some breaking news in that situation, but I'm having too much fun talking about Atlanta history, and how cool was that? Monica and Scott on the same show?
5: That don't happen very often.
0: That's a bucket list item there for yeah. me, so mm-hmm. that was very, very cool. Why are we talking about Atlanta history? Well, history's ending at Lenox Mall this year. July 4th fireworks, 57-year tradition, one that I enjoyed for most of my 21 years years here in Atlanta. Will be no more. They're going to end their fireworks display and shift all the focus down to the Centennial Olympic Park fireworks display. It's sad for me. Uh, It's another Atlanta tradition that we've lost. We're talking about lost Atlanta traditions. I missed Freaknik. You guys weren't here for Freaknik. No, no, we weren't. Oh, my goodness. I loved it. I understand traffic was bad, and people, oh, my God, what a good time. What a good time. Uh, things that we've lost in Atlanta, tradition-wise, I'd like to hear from you. 404 872 750 1-800-WSB-TALK. Karen joins us in McDonough. Karen, welcome to the program. Hey,
5: I'm a native Atlantan. I'm 58. I remember the Southeastern
6: Fair over at the Lakewood Fairgrounds.
0: What would go on at the Southeastern Fair?
6: I don't know. They had the <laughs> big old wooden roller coaster that my mom would never let us ride. Uh-huh. But they had all <laughs> kinds of hoochie-coochie shows, bingo, different things that the fair doesn't have. I lo-
0: I'm i a big fan of fairs, mostly because of the food. Uh, what are those fried, the fried things, the dough, and you put the sugar on them? I can never remember the name of them. Oh, um... um
3: Funnel cakes? Yes. Oh, I love funnel cakes. I
0: can eat those Ugh. every day. I, I am a big fair guy, funnel cakes especially. Oh, funnel cakes are the bomb. Yeah, funnel cakes are the bomb. Uh, Luis in Marietta. Luis, you're on the Mark Aram Show.
2: Hey, Prince Mark. Welks, buddy. Uh, First of all, Cobb County native, so I definitely miss every summer going to the Blue Angels air show at Dobbins.
0: Do Oh, the Blue Angels. We still have air shows, but the Blue Angels don't show up anymore. Is that the deal?
2: They uh every couple of years sometimes, uh, sometimes it's four, five, six or more years But back in the day, it was every summer and it was just a great highlight. It was a great weekend.
0: I remember seeing uh, them for for sure at uh, I get I helped Scott Slade MC one of the Blue Angel shows at Dobbins. This might have been ten years ago. Yeah. Uh, but that's have you ever been to an air show like that, Chuck?
5: Yeah, I've been to a couple of blue angel shows. It's
0: it's spectacular. The awesome. problem is people keep dying at them. You know, it's yeah. like at least once a year you see, all right, uh, in uh, Sandusky, Ohio, uh, two people dead at an air show.
5: It's usually from those old planes.
0: Yeah, the biplanes or whatever. Yeah, that the,
5: would... the older planes that they're doing tricks in that something goes wrong. Yeah,
0: but uh, the blue... if you've never been to uh, an air show, go once, wear a helmet. Be careful. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't be up in the front. You know? Well, I mean, it's well, it, you never know where the plane's yeah, gonna going to land. <laughs> well, that's yeah, true. But... It's not like a NASCAR race where you can get a tire in the teeth if you're sitting in the front row. <laughs> mentioned the Lennox uh, fireworks being canceled. Mm-hmm. I put a picture on Instagram this morning. of uh, It was an aerial shot of where Lennox Mall is now. I, believe I saw that. 1955 or 1956. If you have a chance, if you're on Instagram, check it out, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. It, it's stunning what what used, what used that area used to look like to what it looks like now. Judy's in College Park. Judy, welcome to the show. Thank you. How are you, dear?
6: I'm fine.
0: What, uh, what do you miss in Atlanta?
6: Well, I miss the Central Georgia Railroad.
0: Tell me about it.
6: Well, I rode on the Nancy Hanks and the Man of War both mm-hmm. as I was growing up. My dad worked for the Central Georgia Railroad. And the Man of War made two trips to Columbus, two uh, two round trips a day, and we used to go to Columbus for lunch.
0: Just for lunch? <laughs> That's amazing. Do you remember how much it cost on the train? I mean, you probably didn't have to pay, but
6: it... I, I didn't have to pay. Yeah. Uh, but the Nancy Hanks went to Savannah once a day, and the Man of War went to Columbus twice, twice a day. day. And one time a day, they passed each other in front of Fort Mac.
0: No East kidding. Fort. See, I would love that. I would, if, because if, I love going to Savannah and Tybee Island. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been there, Longoria. I have you went to Tybee. Yeah, we go um, every year. And the, the worst part of going there is that boring, it's not a boring drive, but it, it can be monotonous. Yeah, you it's know, not great. you get on I 16 and you're only worried about not getting speeding tickets. You know, that is, yeah, it's I not mean, great. there's cool, like, little antique shops and stuff and places you can stay, but imagine just relaxing on a train. Going to Savannah, like how romantic is
5: that? One of they—they they got a train, two of them that run through Montana, like side to side yeah. and uh, east to west, and it's fantastic. You, it's like a two-day thing. You get on it one morning and just to cruise through the mountains, through the Rockies, on one of those trains. They have seats in them. Yeah, yeah, they got seats. I'm
0: picturing like a, a cattle train. No, like, like bums yeah. hanging <laughs> out. With yeah, them. yeah, you're a hobo. <laughs> Not a hobo. You got well, what's got. the deal with hobos, by the way? I know what, what I what's the mean? benefit of the stick? With the thing tied at the end. Like they had a stick. Well, that's their a, bag. That's some gotta, people all people are stuffing. But why do you, why, what's with the stick? Makes it easier. Yeah. How, how does that make it easier? I mean, is it for fighting? Like in case you're attacked? No, <laughs> I, 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 I
5: think it's a leverage thing. So you don't have yeah. to carry that thing dragging down on your arm. You, you just, just slung it over your shoulder. It's like a backpack.
0: Yeah. Where does a hobo get a stick like that?
5: I there's sticks around. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think a stick is. I'm easy sure he has
0: one. a lot of time to find one. You know, yeah, he's it's all not like day. he's <laughs> got a job. He's got
5: plenty of time
0: to search for the right stick. I'm remember, I remember, like he has to be somewhere. I remember, I uh, the gosh, this I just remember this for the first time, and who knows, I was probably six years old, and I'm like, I'm running away from home, and my mom's like, all right, go ahead. So, but all I knew from you know running away from home, <laughs> what was, hobos was the hobo <laughs> stick. So I went to the kitchen and I unscrewed the broom handle nice and i tied my pillowcase to the end of it and put you, you know go. my teddy bear in there or my baseball cards whatever and i tied it around i made it you know maybe four blocks from my house and i was like i'm hungry i need a nap yeah, yeah but i need even at six years old i'm like i need a hobo stick yeah uh daryl's up next on the mark aram show hello daryl
4: everybody clap your hands bye
0: daryl thank you brother for checking in. Other brother daryl <laughs> Uh, Jane's in McDonough. Jane, welcome to the show.
6: Hey, glad to talk to you. Likewise. I was to talk to Monica.
0: I can pass it along to her. She's she's in traffic listening, I guarantee.
6: Well, honey, seeing her come on the air and go off the air brought tears to my eyes, but I always had to go in whatever sweater she had on,
1: mm-hmm.
6: lighting the tree. That's what I had to go buy five of the next day.
1: <laughs>
0: so Monica set fashion amp. trends is what you're saying. Oh, yeah,
6: She was the fashion trend. But my greatest <laughs> memory was getting on the Greyhound bus in Stockbridge. Okay. Riding to Richards. And we would get to shop and get a cookie out of the bakery. Then we would walk or ride the trolley all the way down to Davidson.
0: And what was going on there?
6: That was the Macy's. Oh, Macy's okay. bought Davidson's out.
0: Mm-hmm. And where the was, that? Where was Davidson's? That. I don't remember that. Where, where was Davison's that?
6: Davidson's was right there at the Peachtree Plaza. Okay. And across the street was a famous restaurant called the S and S cafeteria.
0: I've heard of that, yes, many times I've well, we heard would of that. have
6: lunch at the S and S. We would go to the picture show on the corner of um it would be Davidson's, then the picture show yeah. then down the hill was the Greyhound bus station and we would catch the six o'clock bus back to Stockbridge.
0: and what year was this, Jane?
6: <laughs> Fifty seven to about sixty my aunt, we would carry us kids from Stockbridge shopping
0: in Atlanta once a week. That's what a, what a great memory. Yeah, I've been to Rich's. I never went to Davidson's or the cafeteria, but I've heard amazing things about uh, cafeteria. I just I, I fill my cafeteria needs with Piccadilly now. One of the few cafeteria style restaurants left. We'll come back with more of your calls 404 872 750 1 800 WSB Talk. On Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Facebook Mark Aram WSB. This is Atlanta's Evening News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. 625, 65 soggy degrees on Peachtree Street. Aram in for Erickson with you till 7. Atlanta History 101 continues. Judy in Roswell joins us. Hello, Judy.
6: Hey there, Mark. Um, I my most famous memory of Buckhead is my dad's store at Lenox Square. He uh, was one of the original merchants he owned the uh, Lennox Toy and Hobby Shop. I know you guys are hold way on, Hold on, hold on,
0: hold on. Your dad owned a toy store?
6: Uh-huh, Lennox Toy and Oh, Hobby. my
0: goodness. Is there a better way to grow up than a dad that owns a toy store? Uh, We had wonderful visits from Santa. Unbelievable. I couldn't even imagine how <laughs> my well, life if he, my he dad owned one of a toy the store. Original,
6: not original, but he first started his business in Buckhead, uh, and it was called the Hobby Shop. Yeah. And when... I remember vividly when they decided to go into Lenox, my, the merchants in Buckhead said, you will lose your shirt. No one will drive that far to shop.
0: <laughs> what y- what year
6: was, was that? Do you remember, Judy? My recognized wherever we would go from the toy and hobby shop. What, what
0: year did Lenox open, Judy? Do you remember?
6: Oh, gosh, I think it was 1957 or 58. We have videos of us running down a dirt hill. With the sign, coming soon, Lenox Mall.
0: That's unbelievable. And, and as, Scott, as Scott Slate said earlier, you know, going to Lenox, that was like the sticks. Lenox was the stick. Can you imagine? How did that? That's like winning the life lottery. You're a kid and your dad owns a toy oh, store? Are you kidding me? What would be better than that? It literally, your mom that owning better? a candy store? Right? <laughs> a candy? But even, I think you'd get sick of candy. Oh, yeah. Like, toy store's better. Exactly. Always new toys coming in. How Judy is is still with us? I would have lost my mind as a child. <laughs> Eric's up next on the show. Hello, Eric. Hey, how's it going, Mark? Beep 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 beep. What's cooking, man? Hey, sorry, man. <laughs> that's my uh, that's my belt. You're good, pacemaker. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, what
1: a good topic, man. Um, I was raised in the South, born in Wisconsin, which I know you can't tell from my accent. Um, I'm 37, and I have some of my earliest childhood memories. I can't remember, I'm like three or four years old, at a drive drive-in movie theater, and it's the one off of uh, right at, at Spaghetti Junction, where 285 hits 85, mm-hmm. um, where there's a soccer complex now.
0: The and the last one I, I remember being open was it called the Starlight Drive-in? Is that still a thing? That's that's I have the, no idea. Yeah, that's the last one. But that's just I mean that's just. National drive in theaters are there. If there are a dozen left in the country, I'd be surprised. I never, I've never been to a drive in movie. Have you ever been to a drive in movie? No, really? Never. Oh, yeah, they're great. Did you in Montana? I'm assuming because you guys don't have cable. Well, yeah, we need something. (laughs) Yeah, they didn't have regular movie theaters, you had to go to the uh, outdoors one. All right, uh, talk about Atlanta yesteryear traditions that have left us that you miss in honor of uh, Lennox Mall ending their 57-year tradition of fireworks on the 4th of July. 404 872 1-800-WSB. Talk on Instagram and Twitter, at Mark Aram. Uh, back after news, weather and traffic next. Welcome back to the show. 640, 20 in front of 7. Aram in for Erickson with you till 7. We're discussing uh, Lenox Mall ending their uh, 57-year tradition of fireworks at Lenox Square Mall. A sad passing, in my opinion. One of uh, many Lenox traditions that have gone by the wayside. We'll continue to discuss that. You heard Chris Chandler there. Governor Deal signs campus carry. We've got a bunch of uh, newsy kind of stuff to get to, but we're running out of time. And I know it's wet and it's cold and... It's uh traffic stinks and you're probably starving so I wanted to uh, make you even hungrier and do a little fast food review. And now on the Mark Aram show, it's time for the fast food review. Joining us live on the greasy salty hotline, uh, height unknown, weight unknown, parts unknown, Johnny Kilbasa and the ever so popular fast food review. How you doing, Jonathan?
1: I'm doing great. Hello, conservative Atlanta. I'm wrapped in bacon. I'm here for the take, and I'm covered with cheese, and I aim to please. In the 6th District, the 5th District, or the 4th.
0: Before we get to the calls, Johnny, I know you knew this, but uh, Twitter reminded me that the Starlight Drive-In off of Moreland is still around and uh, still operational. $9 for a double feature there, Johnny K.
1: That is the best deal this side
0: of crystal chicks all right what's on the menu tonight because everyone's driving home they're starving what do you got on the fast food menu tonight
1: every once in a while mark arby's will pull out a secret special menu that they don't make so secret but we've got a new kind of secret not so secret thing now last week we talked about the pork belly which was uh Bacon tipster cousin that moved to East Atlanta. <laughs> yes, a, yeah, they they put that on a sandwich. Now they decided to make their own. Now remember, they came out last year with something they called Meat Mountain, and where they took pretty much every meat they had. It was ham and turkey and chicken fingers and roast beef and Angus and Swiss and cheddar and everything else. And uh, that was about the biggest fast food sandwich I ever I ever saw. It was about twelve bucks. It was about eight inches high. Well, they've got something similar now and they've come out with something called Smoke Mountain Sandwich, and it's all their smoky meat all in one sandwich. It's not as big as the Meat Mountain. So if Meat Mountain was the Rocky Mountains of big meat sandwiches, this is more like an Appalachian Rounded Top <laughs> Smoke Mountain nice. Sandwich.
0: That's a great analogy. So,
1: yeah, you've got uh, smoked brisket, you got the ham, you got the smoked pork belly, smoked cheddar, smoked barbecue sauce, and then, they, of course, they throw the, uh, the crispy chicken straws in there on a bun. Damn. So it's kind of a big mountain, not the biggest mountain, but still a big, smoky mountain where the smoky mountain rain is always falling. Uh,
0: not, to, not to jump the shark, but that sounds pretty fantastic. Maybe it's just because I'm really hungry, but that sounds like a delicious sandwich.
1: Yeah, if you walk in to an Arby's and you can't decide which smoked meat sandwich you want to eat, <laughs> that's when you say, hey, give them all to me on one sandwich. Put some onion rings on it and let's
0: go. They can just call it, you know, just order the Appalachian. I want the Appalachian. <laughs> yeah. Johnny Kilbasa's says— Call me Ronnie Millsap. <laughs> there you go. Johnny, we appreciate you as always. And. It's the Cluster high baby. Follow me on Twitter.
1: Listen to my podcast on iTunes or johnnykilbasa.com.
0: JohnnyKilbasa.com on Twitter at johnnykilbasa. Appreciate you, bruh. Anytime, bro! There you go. Johnny K. in the popular Fast Food Review. Back to the phones. Dale joins us on the show. Dale, welcome to the program. Everybody clap your hands. Twice. Well, I mean, Dale's probably in traffic. He's not He's not ready to jump aboard. Lynn is in Gainesville. Lynn, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you? Lenny. We're going back to back. Everybody back clap back. your hands. I was worried that we were going to have enough time to take calls, but... You guys are helping me out. Fantastic. Let's get the hat trick. Greg and Dallas. Greg, welcome to the show.
2: Hey, thanks for taking my call. Ah,
0: uh, what's going on, Greg?
6: <laughs> I tell you, he's talking about food. Uh, one thing that comes to mind is the old Hickory House.
0: What? Which one? There was a bunch of them, right?
6: There was, but I think they've all closed up now, haven't they?
0: I don't know. The one. I, the, the only one I used to go to was the one in Dunwoody. Uh, the old Hickory House there. It was next to, ironically, next to a Burger King. Uh, yeah
2: just uh the, the good times of you know the big old bowl of Brunswick stew and, and chopped pork sandwich yes you, you can't beat it
0: I'll tell you what I do miss and this is something that that captain herb turned me on to used to take me to uh Bobby and June's on 14th Street that sounds good I don't that, know what it is but it, it was good. it was it was awesome we used to go there for breakfast and uh it's just it, it was it was great and now that whole 14th Street area silver skillet's the lone survivor on 14th Street as far as old-school joints are concerned. Cheryl, uh, welcome to the show. Cheryl, how can I help you?
6: Uh, the Rio Vista, Catfish House, Lakewood Fairs, and the stock car racing with Curtis Turner and Lee Petty and the Flott Brothers
0: at Lakewood. That's it. Here, speaking of catfish, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure this place is closed now. I could be wrong. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Uncle Bud's Chicken, Catfish, and Such. You guys ever heard of that? No, it sounds good. It sounds amazing. Uncle Bud's yeah. chicken, catfish and such. and such. It was one of the f- yeah, it was one of the first restaurants I discovered when I moved to Atlanta. It was in Smyrna. And basically you walk in, it was picnic tables inside. All you can eat chicken, catfish and such. <laughs> so you go in there, it was all you can eat fried catfish, all you can eat fried chicken, all you can eat coleslaw, and there was one more side. But I remember being a poor guy and oh. going there and eating for a week. Uncle Bud's Chicken Catfish and such. I don't know if it's still open. Someone will let me know. 404 872 0750 1 800 WSB Talk on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Air. in for Eric Erickson. This is WSB. Final segment of the show Mark Airman for Eric Erickson. Back in my normal time tomorrow night, right? Normal, 7 to 9, please? Yep. Leon Wolf's coming up next, filling in for me. Uh, bad news. Uncle Bud's Chicken Catfish and such. No longer with us. No longer with us. But there are still multiple locations of the Hickory House. But, uh, oh, man, Uncle Bud's. We could have broadcast there live for two weeks. I would have loved doing that. Uncle Bud's Chicken Catfish I'd have been down for such. that. That sounds, yeah, that sounds good. I don't know if we would have had yeah. much radio. It was there. really good. Really good. Uh, more bad news. I can't get to the rest of the calls because there is no time. But we do have time for a star of the show.
1: And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram? Star of
0: the show. Dual stars of the show tonight. Two legends joined us. Scott you Slade call me a legend. and Monica Pearson. <laughs> <Kirsten. laughs> I was just going to say we're legends. Uh, you're, you're getting to legendary yeah. status, Longoria. <laughs> you are not there yeah. yet. Uh, so thanks again to Monica and Scott Slade for uh, really bringing the heat. We'll continue the conversation online on Twitter at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram, and uh, Facebook Mark Aram WSB. you got to put the WSB in there. And Instagram, Mark Aram. Coming up, news, weather, and traffic next. Uh, healthcare repeal, carry, Campus carry, six District, busy news day. And now there's problems with the Marta Station downtown. And then uh, Leon Wolf filling in for the Mark Aram show. Thanks for listening. Have a great night. Now you
3: wanna see what's going down. Trying to tell me how you warm the time, Trying to tell me how I'm on your mind.